Warning, the Good Times podcast features foul language and insensitive comments performed by professionals. Accordingly, Good Times podcast must insist that no one should play this show out loud during work, at school, or with your grandma. Enjoy the show. On this week's episode of the Good Times podcast, we talk about the hot take question of the week, driving in the fog, and the stupid people in it. We also talk about my wedding, all the crazy shenanigans, and crazy stories that came from it. All of this and much more on this week's episode of the Good Times Podcast. I am the assassin of this slaved mind, the executioner, and if you don't know, now you know. And fresh out the box, stop, look and watch, ready yet, get set, it's Almanac Jack, 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 Jack. What's going on everybody out there, and what's going on executioner, and welcome to another episode of Good times. That's right. This is the Good Times Podcast, where there's good laughs, good fun, and it's always a good time. Always a good time. We're broadcasting live from the GTP hole. (laughs) Good old GTP hole. That's right. You can't beat this location. This is like one of the most genuine, one of the most elegant studios you will have ever been in. Exactly. Because... It's ours. It's ours. Exactly. You can't beat that. This is the hole. The, the number GTP one hole. hole. Yeah. yeah, the number one hole. Not the number two hole. Not the three hole. Not the damn not, sure not that four hole. Not that four hole. God damn. Where is that four hole? I wonder what it's doing right now. I know, right? Good question. Hey, so how you doing, man? Oh, dude, I'm doing great. It's actually been a really good week for me this week. Why is that? Oh, man, I took some time off work, so obviously that right there, that always helps. Um, And I just allowed me to really kind of put everything together. Obviously, we just started our our workout routine and stuff like that. Yep. And uh, jumping into our diet and nutrition and whatnot. And honestly, like... I feel great. I mean, aside from feeling like an old man, because you know how you're sore and shit like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, and you get that little walk. You're just, yeah. <laughs> so, beside from that, I just feel like this week has allowed me... I mean, we're not even like all the way through the week yet, but um, when, when this comes out, it will be. Hell yeah. Uh, I could be having a different uh, tone by Monday, too. Actually, I was going to bring that up in a couple seconds, but um, yeah, this, this week has like really allowed me to get like my mind back on track. Uh, like my emotions, my my mental state, and even my physical state at this point, like I just feel so much better. Um, and yeah, so it just it just feels a lot lot better. And the reason why I was saying mm. uh, maybe 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 by the time that I'll have a different uh, I don't know tone by Monday is because well the Niners are playing on Saturday oh. and if we lose I'm not going to want to listen to this back cuz basically at this point I'm just going to go all right this if we win this is me fuck yeah 
And if we lose, well, you know, this is some bullshit. <laughs> and, you know, we, we got fucked over and it was, you know, it was all for nothing. So, so yeah, there we go. I covered yeah. both of my emotions for that one. Okay. Um, well, you know, I, I picked you guys. <laughs> I picked uh, San Francisco going against uh, the Ravens in the Super Bowl. Ooh. Because I think it'd be good to see that rematch. That rematch would be so Especially good. Especially after what happened the last time you guys it was a good played one. against each other. It, I mean, and we lost that game, but honestly. Because the Undertaker dude, showed up at the arena. Yeah, he did. Turned all the lights <laughs> off. <clears throat> and you know what's funny is that wasn't even the... Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, sorry, sorry. Yeah, you were talking about that one. I thought you were talking about the one in the season. Because the one in the uh, season was really good, too. Oh, yeah. That was a game of the year right there, too. For sure. So it was great. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know what's going to be going on there. But hopefully by Monday, <laughs> I'm fucking happy. <laughs> what uh, about you? How you for feel? the show's sake, I hope you are, too. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm doing good, man. Um, yeah, the workout stuff. It's actually been helping me sleep better. Really? I've been finding myself going to sleep before uh, 1 in the morning. Ooh, <laughs> shit. Yeah. That's like the first time I've ever heard that from you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know what it is, but, man, I just can't go to sleep sometimes. But since I've been working out, like, I think it's just, you know, my body wasting more energy. My body's tired and um, needs to do all the repairs and whatever bullshit it needs to do. So right. it's been making me go to sleep. So mm, okay. I'm on board with that. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So how are you feeling? You sore? Yeah, dude, I'm so fucking sore. But, you know, like, <laughs> that's... Honestly, like I tell everybody, like this being sore is like the best feeling. Sure. Like I always feel like it's the best feeling too. Even even though it fucking hurts, it just like it just reminds me like, hey, just keep going, just keep going. Because at some point, you're gonna be doing some type of work at you know whatever workout you're doing now, it's not gonna make you sore no more, and you're just gonna have to go to the next one to get sore again. You know, yeah. what I mean? you're gonna chase the soreness. Yeah, that's the way I look at it. Is that if you're sore, that shouldn't be your reason to stop. Because right. if you keep moving, then like that soreness is gonna go away, and you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. You know, um, like you know, like for instance, we did chest yesterday. Right. So you know, chest is a little sore, or whatever. But you know, if we were to go today and do something, that soreness is gonna kind of wear off because your attention is gonna be, you know, say on your legs or right, your, your right. back or whatever abs, whatever the hell we decide to do. Yeah. So. Uh, for all those people, like, oh my god, I hate being sore. It's like, nah, dude, sore is a good feeling. Hell like, yeah. It's such a good feeling. Like, it, don't get me wrong. It sucks when you're trying to, like, <laughs> like, like you said earlier, you're trying to take a shit and you just can't get up. <laughs> That's funny that you brought that up because um, my house was for, like, old people. Like, old people lived here for a long time. So, literally, by the ba- um, by the toilet, there's two bars. There's, like, one in the very front and one on the side going... Wow. Uh, uh, so one of them's vertical and, and the one on the right side is uh, horizontal. So I'm just like, dude, trying to get, trying to sit down, <laughs> that shit hurt. Trying to get up, that yeah. shit even hurt even more. You better believe those things are anchored on there real good, especially if it's for old people. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, you're going to get some good power shitting out of that. You know? <laughs> for those days that, you know, you eat something really Mexican and greasy oh, and you're just man. on the toilet, just... You know what's like, funny? You, you got something to grab onto. <laughs> you know what's funny though? Like you, you talk about giving it a good power shit. You, like you said, it was power only shit. made for old people. I don't know if it's made for a twenty-seven-year-old fucking giant at this point compared to old people. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I might, I might break it and just fall into the toilet at some point. You know, like <laughs> oh, get that splash ass. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's <Yeah>. dirty. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're gonna go into the hot take question of the week. Are you ready? Yes, I am. Okay, here's a question. If you could have a dick anywhere on your body besides where it's at now, oh, no. where would you put it and why? 
no. Oh shit. Um <laughs> and think carefully. Oh god. Because it could be clothed, it could not be, depending on where you put it. <laughs> oh wow. Um or at this point, depending on where it's at, it could be socially acceptable to have it where it's at. Oh damn. Depending on where you put it. Right, right. Um well God damn, I don't know. Like when you really think about it, like your dick's like in the perfect spot almost. Sure. You know, you know what I mean? Like uh, But is that because we're used to it being where it's at now? Well, no. I mean, when you think about it, when you're thrusting, you're using your entire body. You it's like it's like swinging a baseball bat. You're I going guess. from the it's going from like the bottom, you know, your bottom of your legs and you're just making that swing all the way up yep. to your body and through your body and right to your arms, you know, yep. all that good shit. I feel like that. I feel like Chubbs. It's all in the hips. It's all in the hips. <laughs> I feel like it's in a pretty good spot. I mean, it's kind of awkward. I mean, to kind of maneuver sometimes, but I feel like it's in a pretty good spot. In terms of to answer your question, I think the um, most efficient spot to have it would be probably your hand. Oh, dude, that would give you some fucking power <laughs> thrusting, dude. Exactly. That's Jeez. what I'm saying. You just ram just that shit in, in there. there. Hell yeah. <laughs> you know, that'd probably You'd be break the... through a person that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I think that's probably the, the most efficient spot, but I think where it's at right now, that's a pretty good spot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Oh shit. I don't even, I don't even know what to say. What What about you? Did you have a, an answer for that one? Well, I was thinking, wouldn't it be funny if like your dick came out of your hand like Wolverine's claws, like it's retractable, <laughs> <laughs> you know, or just came out like your wrist, you know, like Spider-Man. And just, oh and just, my uh, God. Get in there and then, you know, when, when once you, once you uh, shoot that spider web, it just goes right back in. So then you would have to use your other hand. Oh, what if you had two dicks? <laughs> oh, I didn't think about that. That's not what I was talking That'd about. That'd be awesome. Have two in each hand or like one in each hand. So you got two. And <laughs> just I got lucky. That'd be awesome. Oh my god! I don't even know what to well, do. this has been your hot take question <coughs> of the week. Oh my god! <laughs> if you want to answer it, uh, hit us up on uh, Instagram, thegoodtimespodcast.com, or hit us up on Twitter. And, uh, share with us. You know what you would have. I'm gonna go ahead and make a little message board spot. To where you can go on there and answer that question. So give the hot take question one more time. If you could have a dick anywhere on your body, besides where it's already at, where would you have it at and why? So make sure to go to the Good Times Podcast. Click on message or I don't know. What, what should I put on there? I don't know. We'll Click figure it out. Click on see it. question. And it's literally going to be right under, right around the home, listen spot, whatever it is. Click on question, and bam, there you go. Put your answer there, please. <laughs> yeah, let us know, because, dang, I, I kind of like that whole double Spider-Man dick. <laughs> or double Wolverine dick, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, that, that's going to be a hard Wolverine thing to Wolverine dick, like. <laughs> but then, can you imagine how awkward it would be, like, if you're turned on, and you just got this dick thrown out of your wrist? <laughs> I feel like it's already Sal, awkward. put away your dick. Oh, sorry. I feel God. like it's already awkward coming out of your pants as it is. That's like. true. <laughs> or imagine like being like a black dude with a giant ass wiener just <laughs> flying out of your wrist. 
<laughs> that would suck. Like, there's no hiding that. Could you imagine, like, being turned on and then seeing something that you didn't like and then face palming yourself? <laughs> you just slap your own head with your dick. <laughs> or what if, like, you're, like, all sweaty and then, like, you see, you get all turned on and you just wipe your forehead and <laughs> wipe and sweat all over your dick? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be so gross. Or what if... um you know, it gets to the point where you have to shake somebody's hand, you know? Oh. You just get done, and you're just like... <laughs> Shaking dicks with each other? <laughs> what if every business deal was like that? All right, we have a deal. Shake my dick. <laughs> shake my dick. <laughs> yeah, they're going to do it like... Um, oh, who does that when they go like that? Oh, the Romans do it that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, when the Romans grab their... Grab their dicks. Yeah. <laughs> grab my shaft. Grab my shaft. <laughs> oh, That's man. it. That's, that's what it's going to be. Grab my grab my Roman at this point. Grab my Roman. <laughs> uh, oh my man! Goodness. But uh, I was gonna say that man. It hasn't rained here in a while. Oh, and I don't know what it is about the rain, but it instantly brings out the worst drivers. Oh my! God. I almost got into a car accident today because I'm turning onto the freeway. There's two lanes. Okay. I'm in my lane, and the other person starts coming into my lane. Like, don't you, first of all, don't you just hate it when people, like, take too wide of a turn? Oh, oh my god. And this is basically what this was. They were taking too wide of a turn, plus it's raining, so, like, I have to, like, move out of my way, and and then they're looking at me, like, hey, what are you doing in my lane? Yeah, like, seriously. Yo, like, you're drifting into my lane. Get the oh hell out of the god. way. So here's the thing. If there's literally four lanes in the street, because, I mean, there's there's those new hybrid lanes or whatever where they have like the this one middle lane that you turn yeah. and then everything else is like one lane and then you have the um you have the fucking bicycle lanes or whatever yeah so here's the thing when there's that you pull into the bicycle lane then you turn <laughs> now if there's four fucking lanes that means there's no bicycle lanes and there's no middle lane to turn which means that when you're on the right side and you're about to turn, you are going to stop traffic yep. if you turn like an idiot. All you have to do is literally pull Scoot up over. to the yeah, pull up to the curb and then just you know, make it in. Like it's yeah. not it's not hard to go in. Like no. pull pull out your hand dick and go in. You yes, know, turn please. in. <clears throat> it's it's not hard. I don't understand <laughs> it. Like and that's the thing. I feel like some people feel I bet you somebody will say, oh, it's just safer to do it that way so you don't hit the curb or something like that. It's not safer. Yo, because if then, you know how to drive, you won't hit the curb. Right. And then on top of that, the person behind you doesn't have to scroll into the next lane yeah. because everybody's going 40 to 45 miles per hour. And then your dumbass just happens to go 20 just to hit this stupid you know, the fucking turn. So then the other person's fucking going and it's either they slow down and everyone else slows down or they're like, fuck it, I'm just going to go around. You know, that that causes more of a damn accident than anything else. I was going to say, and that's how <clears throat> accidents happen. Golly. God, man, these people. But yeah, so the, the, I was leaving work and that's when that happened. And as soon as I move over, like I honk my horn and then that's when they start to go back into their lane. But the person in the passenger seat, I think was more pissed off. Probably because they're on their phone and not paying attention. So then all of a sudden they just see this person like yelling at him. Yeah. Me. Get uh, the fuck out of the way. Yeah. And then they just see someone yelling at him and, and, you know, honking at him. So then like the person in the passenger seat was all like, <laughs> you know, waving their hands and stuff. And and then as soon as we get on the freeway going uh, to the on-ramp and then you go into the, to the, you know, the main lanes or whatever. Right. 
they flew off, dude. Like Wait, what? I was, go- I was going like 65, 70. Oh my they god. They were easily hitting like 90 already. Damn. Yeah. So like they were out there, dude. Dude. And so that's how you know it wasn't my fault if they're already right. flying down the damn road. Oh my god. Freeway, I- whatever the hell. <clears throat> I've but. had like so many instances where some shit like that's happened, but even once it starts drizzling. Like, we, it hasn't rained in a while, yeah. but once it starts drizzling, like, just a little bit, we could get a fog or something like that, and people just slow down, mm. and I don't understand it. Do you like driving in the fog? <clears throat> or how do you feel about that? Uh, in terms of driving in the fog, um, I mean, it is what it is, I guess. I mean, it's not fun. Yeah. It's, I, don't, I don't feel like it's any fun at all. I mean, I've, I've been in some pretty shitty fog where you can't see, like, you can barely see at the front to the front of your car uh-huh. and you're just kind of like you go from like 65 on the freeway or in my case 75 <laughs> um, and you just slow all the way down to like 20 because it's like I know I'm not the only one slowing down at that yeah. point. You know, everybody else in front of me is like, you know, I can't see shit either. So why am I going to go 75? So at that point, you know, and, and here's the thing to me is like if you can barely see fog like up into your front of your car and you're still going over 65 i don't know like well how do you feel about that like do you think that's fucking stupid or do you think like i'm just stupid i'm thinking the other way no that's pretty dumb because everybody knows that when there's fog it's supposed to slow down okay because of the visibility is being so bad you know if especially like if you're traveling like if it's an area you know Eh, a little bit more leeway. Right. But it also depends on how good those reflectors are on the on the floor. Oh, God. Because a lot of the times, the reflectors have been driven over so many times that yeah. they're not shiny anymore. Right. But uh, if it's somewhere that you know, eh, give or take. Más or menos. Gotcha. Gotcha. But, but if you're driving, you know, I don't know, out of town somewhere, you better slow down, man. Because first of all, everybody else around you is probably driving only somewhere, too. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're going to take it easy. But then you're gonna get that one person that thinks that they, you know, king of the road. They, you know, never gonna get into oh, a car accident. Oh, I know accident. where everything is. Exactly. So then here they come flying, and because not every car has fog lights, or because some cars have those like super fucking bright ass LEDs that oh, make the visibility worse, like the almost like purple ones, you yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's gonna fuck up somebody's vision, and then bam, you know, there's a bam. accident right there. No, you're right. Absolutely right. And I've. I've like witnessed that a few times myself. And one thing too that's kind of like that is driving without my glasses. Ooh. Oh my goodness. So uh this past year, towards the end, I believe it was in November, I actually got out of my bed and I stepped on my glasses. Oh. And I had to take them to this place across the street. Hang on, time out. What are they doing on the floor in the first place? Well, they're on my bed, but I oh. sleep like a fucking maniac apparently. And you need a nightstand. Dude, I would have a nightstand, but <laughs> the way I sleep is I don't sleep on that backside. I sleep on this side. So I'd have to have the nightstand like in the middle of the room. Uh. <clears throat> and the reason why I can't sleep on that side really is because obviously the TV. But ever since like I had surgery and stuff like that, I can't sleep on like my left or my right side for too long. Hmm. It's weird. I don't know. It's it, I'll figure it out at some point. Oh, no, God I'm sure damn. it's connected to my fucking microphone. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, and... Wait, what was I talking about again? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, your glasses. Glasses. Okay, so glasses are on the floor. Bam. Go, go take them out to wherever the fuck I was taking them to to get them fixed. The guy's like, I'll have them for you tomorrow. And I was like, fuck. Whatever. He's doing it for $25. Like, 
bless his heart at this point, you know, bless his and he's going to have it and he's going to have it done by the next day. So I'm like, okay, I have to drive to work mm. and I have to drive back without my glasses. <laughs> and here's the thing. I get out of, I go to work at like six 30. And at the time um, when this happened, the sun was still out. Thankfully it was around five 30. I left. So I, <clears throat> it's I'm easier. Guessing this is summertime. No, it was literally like right before, uh, it was literally right before like the uh, the time change and everything oh, like gotcha. that. So, yeah, I, I, for some reason I thought it was like late last year, but it was a little bit earlier than that. But anyways, so I I end up going over there, and the whole time, dude, I can't see shit. Like I really can't see shit. But thankfully, it's pretty light outside, and I can squint here and there just to make sure I know where I'm going and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm not to the point where when it's light outside, I. Like everything is just shapes. It doesn't look like Game Boy and shit like that to me. Yeah, it's it's I'm I, I'm okay at that point if it's light outside. Now nighttime, well, that's a little bit of a different story. <laughs> I had to drive back at like five in the morning from my job, and dude, all I'm doing is looking down at reflectors and just looking up and just squinting and just making sure, you know, I'm just following a car like whatever. And then all of a sudden it gets to the on ramps. Yeah. We have to get onto these on ramps. Those reflectors are gone. Oh hell yeah! Don't, there's no reflectors on the no on ramps. The only thing that you see is black, blue, because that's what's gonna happen if you don't fucking pay attention. You know, and you can get <laughs> fucked up. And thankfully, I made that shit. But dude, scary as fuck. I don't understand how people do it. I don't either. Because <clears throat> people still do that shit. They're telling me like they need. They need glasses and they can't see past a certain part. And I'm like, I know they'll, they'll start telling you stories. Yeah. So I was driving down the freeway going like 90 miles an hour. Oh, and I forgot to take my glasses and I was late to work. And then you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. You forgot your glasses and you're going 90 miles an hour. What the hell's the matter with you? Oh my goodness. You're not lying. At this point, like the way that I drive and, or sorry, if I drive without my glasses, I almost feel like it's like a drunk driving feel. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've never really driven like to the, like drunk when like crazy or anything like that. I've in never driven the, drunk at all. I'll say in case the uh, police are listening. <clears throat> yeah, he's I've never, never driven, driven drunk. drunk at all. <laughs> <laughs> but it's seriously like if you don't have your glasses on, your in your vision's bad. I don't understand how people can do it. I like I said, I almost feel like it's basically drunk driving. Yeah. You know well, I mean? you ever put on those drunk goggles? You ever seen those? Oh yeah, yeah. Where, like they're like super thick and like the it's the like, it's like wavy inside up. and yeah, yeah. Like, you're supposed to be able to know what it's like being drunk like while you're trying to walk in a straight line or something like that. Right. I've never worn them. I'd try it. <laughs> like, drive? Me, no, not my car. <laughs> fuck it. Um, put me go to a, Boomers. Put, yeah, put me in a go kart or something. <laughs> yeah, well, they're not go. around anymore. You got to go to Blackbeards. Oh yeah, there you but, go. But uh, you know, put me in a go kart and see if I can you know at least do a lap around the track without you know fucking it up. Yeah. We should do that. (laughs) That actually sounds pretty fucking scary, but fun. Same thing. Hell yeah. We should try that. I'm down. We need to find uh, where we can get these goggles from. So, wait. You said Boomers isn't there? Yeah. Boomers is closed. What? They closed years ago. No way. Yes. Oh, man. Where the fucking vibe in? I don't know. Apparently not on that side of town. That's true. Have you you taken the freeway to River Park lately? Yeah. Okay. If you look. Oh, say, oh yeah. Uh, it'd be better if you were coming back from River Park. Right, 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 right. Because it's on that side. But yeah, it's just a big old dirt plot now. 
Holy and shit. And you know what sucks is that really? I had my birthday party there for, I think, like two or three years. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, man, like I had a connection to that place. That's true. You know, the, the go-karts, the, the mini golf, the arcade was hella fucking cool. Yeah. And then um, when it was your birthday, they put you in this little uh, glass chamber thingy. Oh, that's and right. You grab tickets all up in the air and you got to try to grab them and... Like, all your friends are trying to be like, get it this way. No, do it this way. And you're like, shut up. You ain't helping. You ain't in here. <clears throat> making it worse. And then, um, yeah. Uh, I don't really remember too much, you know, other than than that. Like, Fuck. Sp- specifically. You know, yeah, specifically. I, mean, I remember moments and stuff, but, you know, like, like exactly what was there. You know, the the, the mini golf and the go-karts were the best. They had oh, those yeah. Bu- they had, they had, I think they had those bumper boats, too, like Blackbeard's does. Oh, yeah. Wait. I never wanted to get on those things because they squirt water. Oh yeah, fuck that, dude. He's like, yo, I'm like, not why would you want to get all wet when you're at when you're there? Especially at like the beginning, and then you have to go inside, and you're just yeah. wet for the rest of the day. That's yeah. terrible. Especially if it's not the summer. If it's the summer, okay, right. But if it's like, fuck, I don't know, November, <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No way. Um, you know what's funny is that I actually met Vic there. Really? You remember Vic? Yeah. The dumbass rapper or whatever. Get silly. <laughs> yeah. Get silly. So when that when that happened, I actually have a friend that I went to school with that knew um, DJ Dub. Okay. And <clears throat> I'm not gonna say relation, but yeah, he knew him. And the whole thing was is that he goes, "Hey, Chris." He's like, "Vic is gonna be at Boomers hmm. on it's like a Saturday or something like that." And Q97, I think it was Q97 at the time. Yeah, I think it was Q97. They're they're hosting it. They're hosting the thing and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And he's like, yeah, you should come. Like, I can get you in and stuff like that. I was like, oh, okay, cool. So, <laughs> oh, God, dude. So, this this was terrible. So, we get there. And, I, you know, I've heard the song a million times. Because at that point, you know, I'm in high school. And I'm just it's everywhere. A, a dumb motherfucker. And I'm yeah. like, yeah. Get silly, you know, like <laughs> doing, stu- doing the dance and everything. Yeah, too. the fucking double dick dance. Like, yeah, I, d- I did all that shit. But here's the thing: <laughs> is that when we we're there, we we're in one of the uh, event rooms, and he's like, "All right, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna do a competition. Who can get the most silliest? You know, like <laughs> get the silliest out of everybody. Who's the silliest person here. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So basically, what it was is they just played the song. <laughs> And it was just like you had to sit there and do the double dick dance the whole time, you know. So I'm like, yeah, even at that point in my life, I'm like, this is fucking weird. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, what? I'm just going to sit this one out. Right. But there's this one guy and I'm pretty sure like he's wasn't all there, but he's just going crazy. He's just fucking throwing his arms everywhere. <laughs> just fucking going crazy. Right. And then there's this one girl. <clears throat> she's like 16. She has to be like she was like 16. She was super cute, you know, and like whatever. So she's like barely doing it and blah, blah, blah. And so the whole thing was the reason why who wants to get the silliest was whoever got the silliest would get to ride in his limo. Oh, yeah. So everyone's like, oh, my God. Is that even legal? Nope. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> yeah. um, and so that that girl ended up winning. Oh, God. That's and definitely so not legal. That's definitely not legal. So she ended up getting a ride. With VIC in his limo. Yeah. Oh, and man. as I'm thinking about this, I'm like, that's not right. Yeah. <laughs> Something's not right Probably here. I had her doing the double dig dance. Yeah. <laughs> Getting silly in the limo. So then I go up to him and I shake his hand. I was like, hey, what's up, man? Uh, what what did your, how, how did your single do? And he's like, oh, it went gold. And I'm just thinking like, 
Well, Bone Thugs went like double platinum, like triple uranium. Yeah, like <laughs> they did it like three times, and they beat out the. You know, <laughs> I'm just like Bone Thugs was doing this. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking the whole well, time. You know, it's crazy at that time though. This is when like the internet music was really starting to kick off. Oh yeah. So like going gold and, and platinum at that time was still like a big deal. Oh, for sure. Because it was it wasn't just the single; it was the albums. The right. albums were the things that were selling back then. Now it's just the singles. Mm-hmm. So you hear about all these no-name rappers, yo, I went gold, or this one went platinum. <clears throat> and it's not even because they sold singles that much. It's because of streams. Oh, so the entire yeah. music business is different. fucking totally different. totally different than where it was 10 years ago. Right. And and that I think Soldier Boy was one of the first guys to really like use the internet to, to get him popular. And then that's when he brought in his buddy V.I.C., Oh, that's right. Because Soldier Boy produced that song. Right, right. So, uh, um, where's I going with this? Oh, so like, <laughs> uh, like Soldier Boy using um, like really early incarnations of YouTube and SoldierBoyTellEm.com and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, and then remember, rappers back then would give out phone numbers, and you'd call oh, it or whatever. You know, yeah. Mike Jones two eight one three three zero eight zero zero four. You know, yeah, like. You would call those hotlines and, you know, it'd be like, yo, this is your main man, Soldier Boy, you know. And I forgot about I'm that. I'm going to be on tour, this way, this way, this way. And, and, yeah, it was totally different. That's when, and that's when ringtones were oh, fucking the shit. Like, your, your ringtones, you have to, like, get the text message, you have to send it to them. From, uh, Subscribe Jamster. for 99 cents a month. No, it was not 99 cents. <clears throat> Jamster was, was like, 5 or 6.99 a month. Goodness gracious. And they wouldn't even tell you that. And then they ended up getting sued for that. Good. Because kids were, you know, oh, I want, you know, uh, this song. I want the new Eminem song. And then it just shows up on their bill. And yeah, the parents will find it reoccurring on their bill every month. And they're like, yo, they only bought one ringtone. Why am I still paying for for whatever? I'm glad I never did that. This is where it got totally weird with the whole ringtones thing. Because everybody wanted the ringtones, you know, their favorite song at the time. Okay. Mm. The one I remember the most that everybody always had, This Is Why I'm Hot by Mims. Oh, yeah. Okay. But do you remember... um, uh, what are they called? Callback tones. Oh, where instead of like you know hearing the ring, uh, you would hear a song. Yeah, yeah. And it's funny. Uh, one of my friends at the Verizon time had the same thing. Yeah, one of my friends at the time she had um uh, a baby bash song, <laughs> and so like every time I hear that baby bash song, I think of her because I'm like, oh god damn it, man, like, she had that song on her phone yeah. for like three years straight. <laughs> It was ridiculous. I always remember one of my friends had uh, Cyclone because I used to call her all the damn time. We used to talk to each other all the damn time. So every time I'd call, Cyclone, <laughs> you know, like that bullshit. And I was like, damn. So then I always remember that song. And then the other one was just the um, the regular generic one that Verizon had. Dun, 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 oh, the, like the old dun, orchestra? Dun, 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 yeah. yeah. It was like that. My, Every, aunt, my aunt had that one. Oh, dude, everybody had that at some point. So because if my dad or my mom ever, like, you know, picked up their phone and, and just started calling, like, <laughs> I would hear that and be like, oh, you're calling her, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you like automatically knew. It's just, just crazy. And then I was always looking for, like, Bone Dug stuff, and they never had Bone Dug no. stuff. Up I until, used to make my own ringtones. Oh, really? They never had, like, the song I would want. After a while, like what, what, because there was a, wasn't there a website? Yeah. Cause I know there's websites now, but there was only like one back in the day. Yeah. I don't remember it. Oh, but man. then, um, I had a Sony Ericsson and <laughs> they had their own, um, uh, software to where you can make custom, uh, oh. wallpapers, um, ringtones. And then they had lights on the side of them and they would, you know, do a certain, um, I don't know, like animation. Certain, 
yeah animation for depending on the song gotcha. and you can you can customize that to whatever your what? ringtone was too that's tight yeah it was it was hella dope but the bad part is is that the connector to it wasn't like a regular usb it was like a weird like two or three pin uh plug-in oh so shit. if one of those pins went out like that was it oh. that was it for everything so yeah it sucked and it was always it's always like been like that i feel like usb connectors are kind of trash and then there's also people that don't take care of them either and they're just like jamming them in there yeah you know that or or like the 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 cord right here always gets ripped and then they just they try to tape it up but then the tape like dies doesn't work or anything like that it's terrible 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 dude the fucking good old callback tones man we we need to do a show about just the technology from when we were in high school Oh yeah, I think dude. that'd be a great show. That'd be awesome, man. There's so much. There's so much that happened. That's because so at much that time, now. yeah, at that time, that's when like technology was being like experimental. Right, and, like, it was fun because mm-hmm. uh, if you had a phone that slid, or mm-hmm. if you had, you know, because different phones. There was a flip phone, slide phone. Uh, there was the the other like the horizontal slide, and then there was the other uh, like vertical slide. Uh, the sidekick with the the screen that flipped all the way around. <laughs> Oh, you know, dude, like I love the, the, the little, the little, little, little tiny like pack of a gum size Verizon phone. Do you remember that one? Oh, was that the the chocolate? No, no, no. Um, it was and like it, it flipped, it, right? It flipped like all the way around. Yeah, yeah. So like, I thought, oh yeah, that wasn't the chocolate. No, the chocolate was like a regular up. like yeah. slide one. But yeah, man, like the technology back then was so cool. It was such a cool time, especially to be like in high school during that time, because that's when you can really like enjoy it. Because your friends would bring this one, and then you'd get a you know phone upgrade, and then you show up and be like yo look at my phone it does this shit and then your buddy will be like oh yeah well my phone does this shit yeah dude the 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 sidekick was the best like was always my favorite janet loves that thing she's she's always still like oh i wish i had a sidekick i wish (laughs) i wish they'd bring it back man here's the thing though like years later i got to use a sidekick and as i was going through it it was like you couldn't do anything that was like special on it like they didn't have special games they didn't have like special anything they did however allow you to play sonic the hedgehog on it really yes because a friend of mine uh in middle school she had one and we were in the movies one time and all of a sudden she pulls out her sidekick and then starts playing sonic the hedgehog okay first and foremost why the fuck are you playing sonic the hedgehog or any games during a movie this is previews but this was the time when like you'd go with all your friends and it'd be like 13 of you at a time (laughs) So yeah. everybody's just there and, and just doing dumb stuff. So Right, right. Yeah. But still, like, I would get a thing just for that. Because if, if you could put that ROM on there, you could put all kinds of other ones on there. No, I agree. Oh, and yeah. that's crazy, like, the way that the phones have, like, switched ever since then. Because now it's like everybody has the same looking phone. Yeah. It's like flat screen and that's it. Yeah. And, and then the camera's in the same place, but then the flash is in the same place. And you could have, you know, you could line up. An iPhone, a Samsung, a Motorola, and, and, you know, HTC or whatever. And they all have the same similar design, same, uh, you know, shape, same placement of, you know, the volume buttons and stuff like that. It's it's, right. it's all bleh. And then the whole thing is that <clears throat> I understand that the reason why it happened was because it literally just comes down to you start perfecting where everything is. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I understand that. Power buttons are a little bit different right now. <clears throat> Sorry. Uh, volume buttons are a little bit different as well. But, like, where the camera is supposed to be, like, you know, how stupid would it be to have it at the bottom of the phone? Yeah. Or on the on the bottom no, left that. side or yeah. something. But that's not all I'm saying. But I agree. Like, phones are just fucking stupid now. Like, 
there's just nothing cool about it. Yeah. Know? Just like, oh, you had a, you have a touchscreen. That's cool. It's, it's kind of, oh, I have an the, iPhone. <laughs> okay, cool. I don't yeah, care. Good for you. <laughs> it, it, well, it's kind of along the lines of like how fast food places are now. Remember oh, McDonald's yeah. and Burger King used to have play places. They used to be bright, dif- different, bright colors. And, mm-hmm. you know, they each had mascots and their, their, uh, uh, um, what do you call it? Kids meals and stuff would come with a, a cool looking bag or a box and then right. the toy would be inside and whatever. But now you look at a McDonald's or a Burger King now, they're bland, they're gray, they're black, they're brown. Yep. Everything's all corporate. You know, it's the same thing that's happened to everything. Everything's gotten so commercialized that nobody's like willing to step outside the box and, and uh, be different. And the number one place that I can point to and say, look at that, Nickelodeon. Oh, Remember at the God. end of like every show, oh, this was filmed at uh, Nickelodeon Studio. Nickelodeon Studio. Nickelodeon. <laughs> <laughs> the Nickelodeon uh, Studios in Universal Studios, Orlando, Florida. They'd show the Nickelodeon building. Mm-hmm. This big ass bright orange building <laughs> with a bunch of different other colors in it, like the green slime or like, you know, yeah. a neon pink or something like that. And they showed what Nickelodeon Studios looks like now. It's just a black and gray building. Yeah. It's sad. Because it's not the old one anymore. They just made a new one. And it's yeah. Just like, and then they left. And then that one just looks, you know, like any typical corporate building. It's sad. Right. It's like, man, you guys used to be fun. No, everything used to be so much fun. But now everything's just like. Commercialized, like you said. It's yeah. all corporate and it, they want this. They want that. It has to be yeah, this it's way. It's all about now. the image. Right, right. Yeah. <clears throat> and the shitty thing is like the image, that don't help. Like, what are you, what are you doing, you know? Yeah, what are you trying to say? There's going to be a a child that looks at that and what are they going to say? Oh, that's so cool. It's a black and gray building that (laughs) doesn't have shit on it. You know, like. But if you saw the, the, you know, the old Nickelodeon building, kid would see that. Oh, my God. This is where they, you know, shoot Keenan and Gal and all that and Legends of the Hidden Temples and shit like that. Hell yeah. I want to go to the studio. (laughs) But no, now it's just like. That's like, what the fuck? I know. I don't understand it. I don't either. But but speaking of like um, sh- TV shows and movies and stuff like that, you know what I just watched yesterday was that movie Inception. Oh, okay. Have you seen that? You've seen Inception? Long time ago. Yeah, so uh, that was the last, like, when I seen it too, it was a long time ago. So I ended up re-watching it. Man, that movie is good. Yeah. From what I remember, it's, it's pretty dang good. And there's another thing too. Movies. Yeah. Movies used to get really creative and shit like that. Now it's all the same. It's like... <laughs> You throw in uh, this actor girl who's like 18 or 19, but you say she's she's like 15 or 16 and sexualize her. And then there's always like the forced gay guy. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with being gay. I'm just saying there's always the forced gay guy. He's always like forced in there. Like it's not like the the role he should be in. Yeah. It's like he's forced see, in there. See, that's the problem that I have with like some movies. Like if it's a group of teenagers, not every group of teenagers has a gay friend right? or has a black guy in there. Or has, or even it, has a white guy, or even has a fat guy in there. <laughs> yeah, there's or, not always a fat guy in a group. You know, what if they're just, you know, three, four friends that hang out, they play sports together, they're all in shape. Yeah. But then if they did that in the movie, people can get pissed off. Where's the fat guy? How come they're all skinny? <laughs> yeah, I don't understand that. It's like, I get you want to make the movie all inclusive, but even at that, that just that doesn't make the movie realistic. Life isn't all inclusive. Not at all. There's the soundbite for the whole show right there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There are people that would be mad about that, yeah. but I don't care. To go like, back to your thing about movies not being creative anymore, I saw a trailer, and it's like uh, these people, they're, they're deep-sea divers and stuff, and I guess like they go down to the 
deepest part of the ocean oh. and their their submarine or whatever breaks and they have to get outside in their suits and and walk you know to to wherever they can to do whatever and they're like uh, they're like, oh my god, there's a monster! Ah! And then there's like, they're like, we don't know what's out there. Turn off your lights. Look at this! Ah! You know, people oh, I think I remember seeing that one too. And then I'm expecting like a cool name for the movie, and then they're like, underwater. <laughs> I'm like, that's the most unoriginal bullshit I have ever heard. You know what's funny is that when you think about it, all those names, like, are just simple. Like when you think about the okay, when you think about a wrestler, it, there was a guy named Edge. Yeah, like. Think of it. It's just the word Edge. Uh-huh. And his name was Edge. That's awesome. And then, you know, you got just random ass movies. They all have like weird names. Like Super Bad. Like, yeah. Think about that name. Super Bad. Like how? Like what the fuck? Or you have a PlayStation. Yeah. PlayStation. But it works. Mm-hmm. But underwater? What the fuck, dude? Like... <laughs> You couldn't come up with anything else. Deep sea or something, you know? Something cool. Yeah, like you're going to call your fucking thing called soap and it's just a guy taking a shower for three hours or something. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, hamburger. Yeah. <laughs> it's just fucking Ronald McDonald eating a hamburger. <laughs> for three it. hours. Making it, yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't. There's like the originality. There's a the simplicity that goes into it that makes things easy so that something's not too complex for everybody. And then there's just fucking childish shit, like yeah, underwater. <laughs> yeah, so stupid, dude. <laughs> Who the hell came up? You know they actually paid somebody for that. Oh god, dude, that's the worst part of it. <clears throat> they paid somebody to come up with the name of that. And they're like, well, they're all underwater. That's it. We're gonna call this movie <laughs> Underwater. <laughs> like, what the fuck, man? Like fucking that, rocket scientists working. That over doesn't there. work. Stupid, yeah, that's man. just so stupid. <laughs> that's dumb. Uh, Okay, well, uh, we're going to take this opportunity to take a break. And on the other side of the show, well, we're going to talk about some crazy shit that happened uh, before my wedding. I can't fucking wait. Yeah, it's, it's totally something else. So this is the Good Times Podcast, and we'll see you on the other side. Let's get this on here. Hello, hello. Hey, you're on the Good Times Podcast with Almanac Jack and the Executioner. Hello. Yeah. Am, am I really on the podcast? Yeah, you're on the podcast right now. Can I say something? Yeah, go ahead. Hi, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Tell the story. Tell it. Welcome back to the Good Times Podcast, everybody. Straight streaming from the GTP hole itself. The GTP hole <laughs> just gets me every time. Make sure to hit the notification, whatever you're listening on. Subscribe, hit the notifications. Let people know about us so we can let you know about us as well. You know what I'm saying? That's right. <laughs> so, yeah, we're back. How does it feel to be back? <laughs> For a commercial break. In the GTP hole? In the GTP hole. It's warm. <laughs> it feels slimy. <laughs> oh, man. So, awesome. So, obviously, we just went through the very first part. We talked about all kinds of shit, and that went on a bunch of little tangents. Sure did. However, this past year, you got married. I sure did. 
You got married, I you sure son of a gun. So that's one of the most fulfilling things. What does that even mean? Son, son of, a, of gun? a gun. Like, I've never known a gun to have kids. Hmm. It's actually a good Isn't question. a son of a gun a bullet? Because that's what the gun's shooting out. Maybe they're talking, calling Isn't you a bullet then. I'm a bullet? Yeah, you're a silver bullet, like a dildo. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, um, what about son of a biscuit? What's a son of a biscuit? There's no son of a biscuit. There's no son of they're, a biscuit. Uh, they're a one-life organism. <laughs> <laughs> they're asexual. <laughs> Not even, like, osexual. <laughs> osexual, what is that? Because <laughs> they don't even get a chance to. They just go, oh, my God, and then they get eaten. <laughs> Okay, well, before we get on too much of a tangent here, again... At least son of a bitch makes <laughs> sense, because a bitch is a is a dog. Yeah. So at least that makes sense. Yeah, you can at least be a son of a female dog, which still doesn't... I don't understand why that's a insult or anything like that. I don't know. Most hey, you ins- female dog. Yeah, exactly. Most insults are kind of stupid anyway. Yeah, sure. But again, without going on a tangent, you had just got married yep. this past year, and I got to witness it. I got to witness a lot of it besides like, you know, what happens behind the scenes and stuff like that. Sure. But I will say from my point of view, it was super fulfilling to watch everything that went down, like from the very beginning to the very end and to where you're at now. It was super fulfilling to watch all that. I'm super, super grateful that you even wanted me in the wedding. Uh, so all that is like super cool or that Janet wanted me in the wedding, whoever, whoever made that decision, <laughs> both of you guys, but yeah, so usually when you hear about weddings and whatnot, it's usually the, uh, bride telling the story, you know, like, Hey, this is what happened during, before and after the wedding, all kinds of stress, all kinds of stuff that ends up happening. However, you don't usually hear it from a guy's point of view, yeah. from the from the groomsman point of view, and I'm hoping that you can help me out with that because I would love to hear about all the shit that happened before, during, and after. <laughs> well, that's what we're gonna do here today. Um, I I had taken some notes about what exactly went on because for some reason, man, there's just been a. I mean, there's the you expect the usual ups and downs and stuff, but man, like. There was just some wild ass shit that happened for this one, and I mean, and it's not like I'm gonna say like, oh well, I hope the next one's better, you know, or you know, something stupid <laughs> like that. It's just that, you know, um, or or not even like saying like, oh, you know, for my first time getting married or whatever. But it's like, um, I think for just anybody's like wedding, like this is kind of kind of crazy, like how all this stuff happened and then how we ended up still getting it able to like bring it together, bring it together and make it work, you know. Yeah, and I think it worked out really well for all the shit that happened. And you're telling me this stuff, like, most of it, like, day by day, as it's going as on. It, as it goes on, yeah. As it's going on, and you're like, and I'm just, on my side, I'm like, what the fuck? You you have to write a book about this at some point. Yeah. So, super cool. Tell us what we need to know. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, I have it in, in certain categories. Okay. So, uh, the first one I'll, I'll talk about is uh, her wedding dress. Because, obviously, oh, that's, you know, yeah. the bride's most important part. Very, very so um she got fitted for her dress um early in the year i think uh january or february ish okay okay our wedding was in september um they said oh this is you know more than enough time to to get your dress and, and this is uh just what she told me i didn't go with her or anything like that okay um so she signed out you know the contract or whatever for them to actually do it she gave him the deposit 
and they said, oh, your dress is pretty simple to make, so it should be on time, and, and um, you know, we'll have it here for you. You know, she got fitted and did all that stuff. Okay? Right. You know, the whole magic moment with, you know, her sisters and her mom, you know, like, oh, my God, this is the one. You know, yeah. you know say yes to the dress kind of bullshit. Mm-hmm. So um, a couple months passed by, and um, she calls uh, the, the store for, you know, an update. Mm-hmm. And she's asking them. Hey, uh, you know, how's my dress doing? Is it is it in yet? And the lady's like, oh, no, it's it's not in yet. Um, but we still have it on time. It's going to be here. And, um, you know, it, it's it's a simple dress and it, it, it shouldn't take, you know, too long to, to get it here. Right. And she's like, OK, well, thanks for the update. Mm-hmm. It's not much of an update, but at least it's something, right? It's something. So uh, I think now it gets to July-ish. And they said that this is when the dress should be finished. Uh-huh. July, June or July is when the dress should have been done. Okay. So, um, she calls and she's like, oh, you know, I'm checking, I'm checking in on my dress to see if it's in yet. Did, did they deliver it? No, it's not in yet. And she's oh like, well, God. why not? It said it was supposed to be at this time. Yeah. And she's like, the lady on the phone is like, oh, well, um... Apparently it, it's you know they're on back order or something like that. The oh, company who's making it, oh my whatever. God. So then um, she's like, okay, well, when is it supposed to be finished? Because my wedding's in September, and you know they have to do alterations and you know yeah. stuff like that. And she's like, oh well, you know it it should be here. Blah blah blah. Kind of the same thing over and over. You right. know this is a very simple dress. Okay, so uh, another month goes by, and she calls again, and she asks him is my dress in yet? And they give her literally this exact same thing. So then she asks, okay, well, can I talk to one of your managers? Because, um, I guess the, the employee there said, well, I can't check on the manifest to see what's coming in. Only the manager could do that. Okay. So when she talked to a manager, the manager basically gave her the exact same story. So then she got pissed off or whatever. So now this is where I'm starting to have to deal with it because on top of all the other stuff that we're trying to get ready for the wedding, she's, you know, starting to panic about her dress. Right, right. <laughs> okay. So uh, we get into, um, let's see, uh, yeah, August. Okay. One month before the wedding. Okay. So oh, she shit. calls and it's the same thing. Oh, well, it's not in yet. Um, they're on back order. And it's a very simple dress, blah, blah, blah. So then after Janet gets off the phone with them and gets mad, and apparently she talked to another manager, and, and which gave her the exact same story, zero update at all. Oh, and I think that at this time is when she was even saying, like, hey, um, like, can I call that company and ask them, you know, about my order? And they're like, oh, no, like, they can't do that. Like, only we could do that and stuff like that. Oh, hell no. And they're thinking, it's like, well, how come she can't call on an order that she already did? Right. You know, she's paying for it. Why can't she call them and, and ask them, you know, one-to-one, no middleman? Mm-hmm. They kept saying, no, you can't do that, whatever. Oh, God. So this is where, like, I'm starting to kind of get pissed off, too, because as these updates are going on, like, she's telling me, and I'm like, they told you that last time. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, I know. So then, um, here comes September, uh, three and a half weeks toward the wedding. Oh, okay. God. I'm getting anxious just thinking about this shit. And like. this, and, and I'm just giving the short version of this. Um, it, you know, I can give a long version, but you know, I would need her help because she had, you know, everything written down or whatever. For sure. Um, okay. So now three and a half weeks toward the wedding, she calls 
and um, they say the exact same thing. It's not in yet. There's an inspection uh, for the for the dress, and it's a very simple dress to make, so it shouldn't be too it shouldn't be too much longer for it to be here. Oh. And at this point, I'm asking Janet. I'm like, yo, if the dress is so damn simple to make, why isn't it here yet? Yeah, right. So then, um, oh, she uh, she gets all pissed off, whatever, and so then. Um, I guess like the manager was like, oh, we'll call back on Monday or uh, Monday or Tuesday or something like that. And that's when like, you know, the store manager will be there and, and you can talk to them or whatever. And I'm like, okay, it's a Thursday. Isn't a store manager supposed to be there at least five days out of the week? True. You know? So then here we go. Um, this is two weeks before the wedding now. And Jeez. she calls on that Monday or Tuesday or whatever it was. And she asks, where's my dress? And they're like, it's not here. It the dress is under inspection, and it's on back. You know the 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 company that that's making it, they're on back order, and blah oh blah blah. Oh my god! So then, this is something that shouldn't happen because okay, when we went to Men's Warehouse, who went to Men's Warehouse with us to get fitted? all of us? Yeah, all the all the groomsmen and stuff like that, right? And my dad, right? And your dad, yeah. Okay, Janet wasn't there, right? <coughs> right. Okay. So that means I shouldn't have to go to the bridal store to ask about her dress because she didn't go to Men's Warehouse to ask about my tuxedo. Right. So I go down there and <laughs> ready to whoop somebody's ass. Basically, eyebrow okay. up. So I get there. I pad the, on. I get there. I open the door and there's two girls sitting on the computer just playing on the computer. Oh god. And um, she had she gave me the name of who she talked to last time, and. I don't remember the name, but we'll just say Chelsea because it sounds about right. Abercrombie, okay. So um, I'm like, is one of you Chelsea? And one of the girls like, yeah, that's me. Oh, and I'm like, okay, well, I'm here about my wife's dress. You know, this is what's happened and this is what's going on and I need an answer now. Because we're getting married in two weeks and she doesn't have that dress. And alterations take some damn time. Yeah. So um, they're like, oh, well, uh, right now my... And the, I hate the word when customer service people use actually. <laughs> oh, and God. My, my manager actually isn't here right now. And I'm actually not allowed to look at the manifest. And I'm actually this. So what are you actually allowed to do? Yeah. So then uh, here comes the time of, of me kind of like l almost losing my cool. But like I'm like, no, like let's chill out. And uh, so I'm like, OK, so when is your manager going to be here? And they're like, oh, she'll be here tomorrow. Okay. Give her my name and my number, and mm -hmm. I want a phone call at 2 o'clock. By 2 o'clock, if there's no phone call, I'm coming back. Mm -hmm. And guess what? The next day, no phone no call. No phone call. Uh, so Sal went back to the store. <laughs> Not Almanac Jack. Sal yes. went back. Yes. Sal went back to the store. Okay. <laughs> and on my way to the store, I get a phone call. And uh, it was along the lines of like, oh, you know, uh, I checked in on this, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And the dress should be coming by next week. And so then I'm like, OK, but what if it doesn't? Oh, well, we have a great track record here at the store and we've never missed a wedding and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, OK, OK, that's great and all. But what if you miss this one? Mm -hmm. Because there's always a first time for everything. Yeah. And what happens if this dress does not come in? And and she needs a new dress and they ain't one. 
oh well uh like i said we've never missed a wedding day, <laughs> oh blah, hell blah. no and i was like okay so what are you going to do if this dress does not come into the store period yeah and so she's like well if that's the case and it happens um she gets to pick any dress inside of the store and she'll get it for free and all the alterations and stuff you know will be done here i'm like okay so i go home and i tell her i'm like okay look it i t- the lady called me and this is basically what's going to happen you're going to get a dress either way uh hopefully it's the one you want and it's the one you paid for mm-hmm. if not you're going to get a dress and it's going to be on them. And if that's the case, you get the most expensive fucking dress that they got there <laughs> and you fucking bury their pockets yeah. because that's on them for messing up your wedding. Right. So then uh, the next week, finally, her dress shows up. Oh, okay. God. So she's she's going to go get it. Okay. Yeah. This is the week um, before the wedding. Right. So she's got to go get it altered and stuff. Okay. So she goes in. She tries it on. And guess what? She comes back home, and I was like, hey, how'd it go? Did you get your dress? And she's got the thing. She doesn't tell me anything. So I'm like, oh, no, what's going on? So she puts the dress down on the table, and then she just comes over, and she just starts busting up in tears. Oh, fuck. And she's like, it doesn't fit. What? It doesn't fit. And I'm like, what do you mean it doesn't fit? She's like, it's too big. I'm like, what do you mean it's too big? They, and the, when they sized her... They gave her a dress. I think they gave... I don't remember what number it was, but they tried that one on, but she should have been one size above that, okay? Oh, shit. So, instead of them trying on a different size dress, they just went with their gut feeling and gave her a dress, I think, three or four times bigger Holy than fuck. what the dress should have been. Oh, my So, God. she's just crying her eyes out, and at this point, I'm like, yo nobody makes my wife cry yeah fuck that so then i said get that dress get in the car we're gonna go over there right now and we're gonna talk to these people so we go over there and we talk to the manager on duty at the time and she was like hey i was just here and whatever can i talk to so and so so um the the lady's like oh well you know this was a dress and this was like a recommended thing and based off your contract like this is whatever whatever and I read the contract that they have. Dude, they give no wiggle room for the brides at all. Mm. Like, it's like, okay, if the dress is, is too big, it's it's the bride's fault. It's not the people mm. who work there's fault. And Janet was like, well, you guys are the are the professionals, so you should have the measurements down. Yeah. I don't know dress sizes because, you know, she doesn't wear dresses that much, like nice dresses that much. Right. So she's like, I'm just going to go with based off of what you guys suggest, not yeah. based off of what, you know my gut feeling is or what your right. gut feeling is right i'm not the professional exactly yeah so then she's like well uh i'm sorry but you know this is the dress that you signed for and there's nothing that we can do about it hell no and and i was like i was like so you guys can't alter it no we don't do any alterations here at the bridal shop they sell dresses and they don't do alterations oh hell no so then they're like oh well there's an alteration place across the street and whatever um and it's in the same shopping center but i just said across the street so then we go over there, and it's owned by these people that um, I'll tell you off air, like how they were. And um, we go inside the thing, and and she's like, "I need to alter this dress or whatever." And um, we uh, we uh, you know just came from over here, and they sent us to you guys or whatever. So then they're like, "Okay." 
So it needs to be this size and this size, whatever. So then she just said, okay, come pick it up whenever. And, you know, we'll call you about it. And they're like, hey, we need it done quick because they barely gave us a dress and so-and-so. Yeah. So then um, I guess that the manager felt bad about what was going on from the bridal shop. Uh Uh-huh. So she told Janet about this lady, this Mexican lady from Sacramento. Okay. And she moved down to Fresno and she... uh, um, is like looking for work, you know, freelance work. And she had worked at a David's bridal for about 25, 30 years. Oh, wow. So she got that number. And by the time Janet called, um, the price for the, the alteration shop that they sent us to the first time was like seven, $800. Holy fuck. The price that the lady was going to do it for the, the Sacramento lady, I think was like $200. Oh, shit. So, obviously, we're going to go Big with that, deal. right? Yeah, of course. Because if she's going to spend $800 on her alteration, she might as well buy another dress. Yeah, that's a lot. So, then uh, we go to the place. Like, hey, we, we just dropped off this dress. We need it back. Oh, well, there's a $35 consultation fee. Mm-mm. And I'm, we're like, what? Like, yeah, it's $35 uh, for a consultation fee because we already pinned the, dr- the dress. And by that, that means that they took little pins and they... they uh, uh, fold the fabric over to where it needs to be. Oh, okay. I didn't see them do this. I didn't. They. I didn't hear them tell Janet that there's a thirty-five dollar consultation fee or whatever. Yeah. Okay. But where they pointed to the sign was when you walk into the to their shop. There's obviously like the waiting area, right? And then you go back some more down a hallway, and then on the right hand side, there's two dressing rooms. <laughs> on the left hand side, there's an office. The sign that says thirty-five dollar consultation fee is in the office. What? Not inside. Of the waiting room where you should see it. Yeah, what the hell? Yeah. So then they're like, oh, it's $35. So then I just whip up my my card. And I'm like, here, just fucking pay the lady. Let's get your dress back and go to that lady right now. Yeah. So then um, I, at this point, I'm pissed off. So then I get my receipt and whatever. And Janet gets her dress. We're walking out. The lady already goes back into her dungeon somewhere back there. <laughs> they got a, they got a, <laughs> on their, one of their tables, they got a big stack of like business cards and pamphlets or whatever. <laughs> I got that shit just, just threw that I shit. I threw that shit all Good. over the floor. And Jan's like, what are you doing? I'm like, make them earn their fucking $35. <laughs> Let them pick some shit up instead yeah. of saying, oh, we already pinned the dress. And there's yeah, a bullshit. consultation fee, right? Yep. Okay. So now we get to this lady. Janet goes in. And this lady only speaks Spanish. And so Janet's talking to her. And Janet, like, lays out the entire story of what's going on. And, and the lady, like, really sympathizes with Janet at this point. Mm-hmm. And she's like, hey, don't worry. I've been doing this for a long time. We're going to get your dress ready. Um, it's going to take me a couple of days to do it. But you should have it by, I think she said, by that Thursday or whatever. And so then um, that Thursday, the lady says, hey, come try it on one more time before I finish it up. So then she goes down there and she tries it on. And, you know, it's perfect or whatever so then the lady keeps it for that friday until that friday because she's gonna iron it press it and you know make it nice and neat and whatever right make get it ready exactly like a professional so janet does janet orders her dress january of the year she doesn't get her dress done until the friday before our wedding (laughs) oh my god how insane is that that's ridiculous and I, I made a, a, a tweet. I think I tweeted this or Facebooked this, whatever. And I was like, hey, don't get your fucking, I'm going to say their name. Don't, Dude, I was going to say. Don't get your fucking wedding dresses from Premier Bridal. Fucking because Premier. that's where she got it from. And that's, you know, all the trouble that they did this. And I read a couple of reviews that said that they did that to a few other people. Oh. And they even did that to my cousin about her veil. It, oh. took, it took almost six months just to get a veil. Oh, God. 
Stupid, right? Man, Las Vegas gets uh, veils faster than that. Hell yeah. Jeez. So, yeah, uh, don't go to Premier Bridal because... Fuck you, Premier Bridal. On top of the stress that you're already going to have, or the bride's going to have, they're going to give you so much more. And I can only imagine, like, what other women have gone through with their dresses. Like, not even just from there, but just in general. Like, I bet there's, like, like, tons of stories that are like that because, I don't know, like, is what do you... like? What the fuck are you doing? Like, this is literally your job. Yeah. You know? And, and, but the bad part is, is that, like, they put all the pressure on the bride saying, like, well, you need it. It's your big day. Right, so that's how they right. tack on all this extra bullshit. Right. And then when it comes time for them to actually have the dress or whatever, it's like, oh, we don't have any power over it. It's and for then a they, wedding. Yeah. And then that's what they say because they're like, oh, it's your wedding. You you need it. So they know that you're going to pay for it because you need it for the wedding. Right. Supply and demand. No, it's not even supply and demand. It's fucking blackmail. <laughs> no, you're right. White you're mail because right. it's what? dress. <laughs> that's crazy. That's yeah. some crazy shit. So you so think that's crazy? Is. Check this out. Oh, um, this is a different one. kind of crazy. Oh yes. Uh, we got our flowers from San Francisco Floral. Really good place um, on uh, in the Sunnyside area. Okay. Really good place. They've been there for a long time, and and um, my mom works at St. Helens Church, and they uh, they donate flowers there all the time, you know, okay. just to decorate the church, or you know, they they also do like the funerals and stuff there too. Really nice place. Mm-hmm. So Janet goes down there, and she you know uh, you know looks at the flowers, you know, which one she wants in her bouquet, which one she wants in in uh, the the bridesmaid's bouquet, uh, and then what kind of um, uh, what do you call them? Uh, Corsage ones that we want oh, yeah. for, for our croissants, lapel. Croissants, yeah. Croissants, yeah. <laughs> Croissant witches. <laughs> so anyway, uh, the lady's like, oh, you know, it'll probably be this much or whatever. And, and you know, uh, this is like, you know, the bridal package or whatever. And, you know, the, all the all the flowers for the groomsmen comes in a box together. And, you know, just, we, we just need to know how many people are in the, in the party. So um, the lady calls back and she's like, oh, I forgot to ask you, do you want pedestals? And pedestals are like these tall... Like uh, like beam looking things, like ivory beam pole looking things, like you would see it like oh, on, a, on a Greek building or something like that. <clears throat> right. And so then they put like a pot of flowers on them, and they put them on each side of, of the bride and groom to make the church look nicer. Right. So then uh, we're just like, oh yeah, fuck it, you know, we'll get those. And how much is it? And she is like two hundred dollars for the set or whatever like that. And then so then um, so then a couple months go by and then, you know, Janet checks on him and he's like, oh, how, how are they? And and she's like, oh, you know, it's coming by great and whatever. You know, um, we got the flowers and we got the pedestals and blah, blah, blah. So then I think this is like two weeks before the wedding. Janet gets a phone call and it's not from the lady Diane. It's from a different lady. And she's like, oh, hey, um, who uh, who was like the person that was taking care of, you know, your, your order? And she's like, oh, well, I talked to Diane or whatever. And she's like, oh, OK. Well, I just want to let you know that Diane died. What? Yeah. Diane fl- died? The flower, our flower lady died. Holy shit. The florist is on the floor. And the crazy That's part crazy. Is, is that she died from West Nile. What? Yes. Not even the East Nile. Not not like the South of and the see, North. I can, I can see that Nile. happening because it's, you know... They growing flowers back there, so there's a lot of standing water. Oh, that's true. So I'm like, holy shit, our fucking flower lady died. <laughs> so then, um, holy fuck. So then Janet's like, oh my god, like I'm so sorry. And and it turns out that uh, the lady, she was like going over her order, and she's like, hey, you know, I saw that you only ordered one bouquet for 
for the bridesmaids. So like only like the the oh. um uh, what do they call it? The maid of honor. Yeah. Will get the bouquet and then you'll have your bouquet, but all the other ones won't. Right. And she's like she's like, "Did you want some for the other three girls?" And she's like, "Yeah, of course." She's like, "Oh, okay. Well, she only charged you for one, but don't worry, we're gonna give you the other ones for free because that's Diane's thing." And it's funny because yeah. I told Janet, I was like, I was like, "Well, they kind of have to give it to us because those are kind of Diane's last <laughs> wishes, you know." <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so oh man, so far we have the wedding dress fiasco. I was just about to say that, and now we have our our flower lady dying. Oh god. Okay? So the next thing. Um, is uh, we have to go get a wedding license or a marriage license mm-hmm. from downtown. And this is the part where it comes into uh, you know what the bride's thinking and what the groom's thinking. We get there to the office, and it turns out that they move the office to another building around the corner. Oh, God. And the parking meters are only for a half an hour. What the fuck? Exactly. Ugh. Only half an hour. Because I guess the thing used to, the the marriage license thing, um, I forgot, the, the county clerk used to be in the same places where you go to register to vote and you go go vote downtown. Okay. Okay, so they moved the county clerk to another building behind that. So I get there and we're walking. I'm like, ah, oh, damn it, man. Like, I wish I would have known that. We, I would have parked somewhere else. Yeah. So we go walking into the building and then um, we go inside and, you know, they make you take off all your shit because it's a federal building. So we get inside or whatever and that takes forever because they, they wand you and then you got to walk through the metal detector and then you got to put, you know, me, I'm wearing my work clothes. I got to put my belt back on and oh, all this other bullshit, right? Yeah. So then we finally get inside, and they're like, um, "Oh, if you're if you're here for the county clerk for marriage license, you go to that computer over there. We fill out the info, and we come back. And then like, okay, it'll be about a ten minute wait. And um, Janet's like all happy, and so oh, this is cool. We're gonna get our marriage license. Me, I'm like, yo, they need to hurry up because if my fucking parking meter expires, I'm getting the ticket. <laughs> you can't even think about like I'm not man. even happy or nothing. I'm just like, fucking hurry up. I don't want my meter to expire. <laughs> right." So then we finally get called in and then, you know, they fill out our information we sign a couple things and then, you know, we double check whatever they filled out to make sure our names are spelled right. You know, she changed her name. So you got to make sure it's the right, you know, spelling and stuff like that. And, um, so then we finally get a, we finally get our, our marriage license. The lady's like, oh, here you go. Congratulations. We got signed. And I'm like, yo, let's go now before <laughs> we fucking get a ticket. So I get there. My parking meter's expired. Oh, fuck. I'm like, oh, no. It's been like 45 minutes. Fuck. So I get, and I get to look on my car. Thank God there was no ticket. Oh, jeez, dude. I was sweating that day, dude. I was like, oh, no. I have to pay another fucking 50 or $60 or however much that bullshit is. I wonder if they do that on purpose. They're like, they are about to get married, but and, you got to do it in half an and hour. And all of a sudden, they move the county clerk's office. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the hell, dude? What the hell? Like, as soon as, as soon as, like, you get in there, you hear, and then you're just like, fuck, man, this is some bullshit. I'm happy to get married. Yeah. But fuck, hurry the fuck up. So then, so now the next thing we're going to go to is the food. Okay, so um, I got the food from, I'm not going to say the name of location, but uh, we got the food from them and, and we had talked about them previously and, and told them, hey, you know, this is how it's going to be and this is the way we want it. They're like, oh, yeah, sure. Well, you know, well, how about, you know, we do it this way, some suggestions on the way they wanted you know, or the way that they could prepare the food because I wanted to make it uh, non-stressful on everybody. Yeah. Just get in, serve the food, you know, get out, get out. and that's it. Yeah. So, 
we get to the point where um, he calls me back and, you know, we're sitting down. Uh, Janet and I, I think, are, you know, eating Habit Burger or something like that. And um, we're like, hey, you know, how could we do it this way or whatever? So then I was like, he was like, oh, well, you know, I can't do this because, you know, there's like a, I guess there was like a shortage on whatever the heck he was trying to get or something like that. So then I was just like, okay, well, how Romaine lettuce? <laughs> I don't know. It was probably another outbreak of E. coli or some yeah, bullshit so at the time. Shortage on uh, mosquitoes for West Nile. <laughs> yeah, sort of shortage of flowers or something. So anyway, um, so then I was like, oh, how about we do it this way? How about we get just a bunch of chicken breast, chop that shit up, put some, you know, some good ass sauce in it, and you can serve it that way. Yeah. And then, you know, you have the rice, the beans, the chips, the salsa, and all that other bullshit ready. So then um, Janet was under the assumption, like, oh, what if we don't have enough food? Like, what if we run out of food? And her mom was like, oh, I'll make potato salad, and I'll make birria, and I'll make, you know, something else. Like, her, she don't make, I guess, her other version of rice. Mm. And I'm like, no, I don't want you to do anything. Like, I want you to just kick back, relax, have some drinks, and enjoy yourself. Dance, whatever. Yeah. So then Janet was like, my mom really wants to. I'm like, ah, okay. So I called him back and I said, hey, you know, cut it on this, I think. And I'll like, we'll cut out the fajitas or whatever. And then we'll just get, you know, the the beans, the rice, the chicken, and then, you know, the chips and the salsa. Chicken. So then um, her mom's like, okay, well, I'll make this and I'll make it like the day before or whatever. We'll take it, you know, the day before or the day of or I don't remember. So then um, I get a phone call from the food guy saying, hey, um, or, I'm sorry, I called him and I was like, hey, you know, like, uh, who are you going to have to serve, whatever. So then he's like, oh, well, I just want to let you know that like, I'm kind of shorthanded because <sighs> he had to fire, I think, like two or three people from his restaurant. Oh, geez. So he's like, and then I got another event going on at the same time as that. What? I know. And I was oh, like, God. in my head, I'm like, yo, like, we booked this shit a long time ago. Why are you book- booking an event on the same day that, on my wedding? Well, it's my primo and he getting married. And- <laughs> no, dude, it was like some like truckathon thing where, you know, they're just out there with their truck and, and doing their, their their stuff. Oh, so it was a raise the stakes challenge. Something. Yeah. <laughs> so then I'm like, oh, man. So then he's like, yeah, I might not have people to be able to serve. I, I just drop off the food and then whatever. And I'm like, just drop off the food. Who the fuck's going to serve the food? Yeah. So then I told Janet and then, you know, uh, my aunt was going to pay for the food. Uh, and so then I told her, I'm like, I'm like, we're not going to have any servers because he called me. He said he's just going to drop the food off and that's it. And I'm like, oh, fuck, man. So then she at the same time, she's kind of like, oh, fuck, what the hell? So then she's like, well, let me see if I can come up with something or whatever. And, you know, she'll call me back really quick. If if did you tell him you're doing this for a wedding? Yes. Oh my god! <laughs> so you just think you're gonna drop off food and everyone's just gonna serve themselves? Like you know how bad that would have been? There's some fucking fat ass people there oh that would have taken so much meat, dude. Dude, it would have been like literally that's all they got was meat. Exactly, and that's it. Exactly. That's terrible. I mean, that and, might and the way in my head, I'm picturing like, oh no, we have people serve them portions. That way, everybody can get some. If you want seconds, come on back. Yeah, so right? it's not a chore. Exactly. Yeah, it's and a that wedding. way, everybody at least gets a plate. Right. But no, or so, B plate, whatever. C D E F G. <laughs> so anyway, we get to the point where um, my aunt, she's like, hey, the the guy who does the uh, the food at St. Helen's School in the cafeteria, he's a caterer. Ooh. So he can have he can help you with your food. He can serve it, and then he's gonna have like his little crew. They'll serve the food for you, 
And I guess that he owed her a favor anyway for something that she did. Okay. So he's like, or she's like, he owes me a favor. He'll do it and whatever. And also he'll make you appetizers. Ooh. So he was, I went down there to go meet him and his name's Richard. And, and I was like, Hey, how you doing Richard? And he's like, so what do you want? And whatever. And he's like, okay, yeah, I got that. He's like, what about napkins? Are they giving you napkins? And I was like, they're probably just going to give me paper napkins. Yeah. And he's like, He's like, well, you know what? I got a whole bunch of colors of the the cloth napkins. Oh shit! And I was like, he's like, what are your colors? And I was like, black and gold. He's like, well, I got gold. Do you want gold ones? And I'm like, <sighs> sure, let's do it. He's like, well, and then I also have these these plastic uh, looking china plates. They look like real china, but they're plastic, and you know, be real easy and whatever. I'm like, that's Fuck perfect it. too. Yeah, you're not gonna great. break anything. So then, um, like, he's just saying he's got all this stuff. He's got the napkins. He's got the the. Uh, extra tablecloths for where the food's gonna be served at. Mm-hmm. He's got the crew. He's gonna have appetizers, fucking meatballs and salads and 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 uh, uh, what do you call them? Egg rolls with the sauce and all that shit. And he and he made that shit himself. Jeez. And this is within the span of like four days that Jeez. he does this. Jeez. And I'm like, dude, if there was anybody that was fucking Mister Clutch, it was Richard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to Richard. Yeah, Mr. exactly. The new Mister Clutch. So he and then he's all like he's like yo and then there's ice thing machine if, if you want to bring in ice bring it in over here he's like you know what we'll set up the coffee over here i'll make coffee for you guys for whoever wants coffee and richard was just fucking hero of the week man dude that's badass right there yeah so then all i remember is is um like the day of the wedding uh richard's like hey so uh what time are you gonna have dinner because that's when we'll start serving and then that's what time we'll be doing this and I was like, well, we'll do it at this time, this time, and then we're going to do a dance here, whatever. He's like, he's like, cool. Well, whenever you want food, just give me the sign, and then we'll start serving out food. And I'm like, fuck, man. I should have just it's went with that it. that easy? I know. Like, if I would have known that this guy was a caterer, I honestly probably would have hit him up first and see what he could have done. Yeah, for so sure. For all I know, he probably could have made fucking chicken and, and, and like, give everybody, like, a full-on turkey breast or some shit. Like, yeah. you know, with veggies or whatever, rice and, and whatever. And the thing is, too, is that the food was really good. Yeah. I really liked the food. It was yeah. good. And because her mo- uh, Janet's mom made the birria and and the the potato salad or whatever. And my mom goes insane <laughs> for her potato salad because it reminds her of the way her grandma used to make oh, it. And it's because oh, Janet's shit. mom's a fucking old ass Mexican lady. So yeah, like, yeah. man, they got just the know how of how roots, to do that. Yeah, the roots. It's it's just magic, you know. Yeah. So then, um, it's funny the the birria. My uncle was all like, "Hey, what kind of meat was that?" I was like, "Birria." Uh, Janet's mom made it. Jan, uh, he ended up making Janet go introduce him to the mom, saying like, "Hey, like that food was so the your birria was so good." Wow. Blah, blah, blah. And and uh, and he's like, "Hey, if uh, she ever wants to make me some, can I buy the meat and then she'll make it for me?" And and, and Janet's mom's like, "Yeah, fuck it, I don't, fuck. I don't care." So yeah, but so on, with that, Janet's mom and Richard came in fucking clutch with the food for the wedding. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. So we got real lucky with that, especially with Richard, you know, having all the supplies and stuff. Because he even had, uh, he's all like, hey, you know what? I got these utensils. You know, they look like real utensils, but, you know, they're the plastic ones. Yeah. We'll have that there or whatever. And then, you know, I'll even uh, iron and fold the, the, the cloth napkins and, like, I'll, I TP them so that it looks like really yeah, nice yeah, and decorations. Yeah, I saw that. Look like vaginas. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. Fortune cookies. <laughs> Wait, <Sorry>. no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hold on, hold on. Before you go on. Didn't the person, uh, the people that were supposed to cater at first, didn't we give them a shout out in one of our podcasts? Yes, we did. For a commercial, we did. Yes, we did. <laughs> yep. 
Yeah. Oh, that's some bullshit. Yeah. So, okay. So the deed was not done. So to recap, we have Janet's wedding dress fiasco. Mm-hmm. We have the dress um, getting saved by the lady. Mm-hmm. Okay. We have our flower lady dying. Mm. Okay. But we also have you know the the extra flowers getting given to us you know for free as her dying wish. As yeah. her dying wishes. Yes. <laughs> um, we uh we and now we have uh. Well, sorry, uh, the marriage license and me almost getting a parking ticket, but I didn't. God. And then we have our food vendor not serving the food, just bringing it, but then getting saved by Richard and Janet's mom. Thank God. Okay. So now I got two more things here. Um, we moved into our house um, in August. Okay? okay. At the time, you know, uh, we have we have like two like duplexes to the right of us. And the people there are pretty cool. You know, the the one guy that lives closest to us, I see him every so often. I'll wave at him, you know, say what's up to him and his kid, whatever. Yeah. Whichever kid he's got there. I think he's got like two or three of them. 500. Um, honestly, I don't know. <laughs> it could be. He's got a lot of junk in the fucking backyard, too. <laughs> anyway, so then to the right, uh, the other side of us, we have a lady uh, that lived in that house by herself. And then on the other side is another lady. And mm-hmm. those two ladies are like best friends. Okay. And they feed all the cats and all that around there so there's just tons of cats in my neighborhood but like apparently they made it their mission to feed all the cats gather them up and they fixed them all what? so there's gonna be no kittens so they oh. fixed they took them and and they fixed all the cats for free basically yeah yeah so we moved into the house and all of a sudden like i just see tons of cars over at the next door neighbor lady's house oh shit and i'm like huh you know maybe it's a birthday party maybe yeah. it's something happy 80th birthday winifred and and you know, I didn't think anything of it. So then, you know, a couple of weeks later go by and, you know, I don't see any action at the house or whatever, you know. And the lady usually kept her car in the garage anyway. So I was just like, eh, whatever. Yes, whatever. Cats are hanging around, still doing their thing. Right. Uh, my uh, my Nina comes over and she's like, hey, I uh, just want to let you know, your next door neighbor, she died. <laughs> <laughs> another like, death another death what the fuck so then i'm like holy shit what happened and um i i, I guess i don't remember what happened but I, I think it was like something where like they they found her and then like they took her to the hospital or whatever and then like she ended up dying there so then that, and when everybody went over i guess it was like a day that they were maybe going over her will or something like that so then i'm like holy shit so I got my flower lady that just died, and now I got my fucking new next door neighbor lady that died. Yeah, and I'm like, is this a bad sign for my wedding? Yeah, <laughs> what's going on? That's true. Right? I could only be, imagine like what's going through your head at that point. Yeah, it was so weird. Okay, so now the last thing isn't necessarily bad. It's more fun for us because then this, you can get out on this conversation too more. Okay. My bachelor party. Oh, my God. Holy shit. What do we do for your bachelor Oh, yeah, yeah. I almost forgot. <laughs> Show us how good of a time he had, huh? Yeah, it was really fun. <laughs> so we went to uh, uh, the Tower District. Yeah. And we went bar hopping and stuff and trying trying some stuff out. And, you know, I had all my groomsmen there and, you know, a couple of my buddies, you know, showed up too. And um, do you remember at the end of the night... Oh shit! <laughs> when we're all packed in the car and and my brother's driving us to, we were looking for something to eat because I think we were going to go to Denny's, right? But then we we're like, no, let's not go to that Denny's because that Denny's fucking has fucking 
gross shit all over it. Like, it's how it grows. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. So then all of a sudden, you remember when we stopped at the stoplight? And we saw a uh, a woman of the evening standing on the corner? We saw a hooker? Oh, that's right. Holy shit. You remember what I told her? No, what did you say? So my brother, my brother, and and my cousin had funny. the window rolled down, and they're just oh. and she was already yelling at <laughs> she was already yelling something anyway, and uh, so then uh, I just yelled out, "How much and for what?" <laughs> <laughs> and so then that's when she went on her whole thing of like, "Oh, you can't handle this. You don't know what you." Mean. I forgot about that. And so then we just started <laughs> dying laughing. And we're wondering, like, yo, what the hell is this lady saying? Because, like, at that point, she just started speaking gibberish, you know? Yeah, yeah. So then uh, uh, I think somebody, I don't know if it was you or if it was James or my brother or whatever, but then they're all, they yelled out, like, um, something along the lines of, like, where are the better ones at? <laughs> I think that was your brother. <laughs> yeah, he's like, where are the better ones at? And then she got all pissed <laughs> off. And, <"Ugh." laughs> Holy shit, dude. I totally forgot about that. You just reminded me now. I'm like, I had, cause I remember I, I, when we were coming out of that one, the last club we were in, it was like that, uh, the Indian one, huh? The Indian one, the Indian one. Yeah. yeah when we were coming out of there, I had to pee so bad, dude. So <laughs> oh, yeah, I pissed like in the fucking, in the club. And then when we came out, I just went down a random ass alley yeah, and then I just started going, and then I, I remember my brother joined you too. I'm like, what the hell? You start holding hands? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he. Somebody did. else started pissing right next to you because I just remember like I remember walking back, and I'm like, where the fuck is everybody? <laughs> <laughs> Shit! You just see a police guy right behind you. They just um, left. <laughs> you know, you just piss on the wall, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I remember just hitting the corner, and I saw you guys. I was like, oh, okay, good. Because like you know how like sometimes like when you get like way too drunk, you have to like. Like center yourself, yeah, and like okay, you got to refocus. I'm drunk, yeah, but I got this. <laughs> oh, speaking of drunk, and I got this. Do you remember when we were coming out of the place with the, uh, uh, I think it was, um, not detention, but the other one that has the the sports bar one. I don't know the name of it, but anyway, we came out of there and we're walking down by like Sequoia and stuff. Do you remember that guy who like fell over and fucking ate oh, it? Oh yeah. Okay, so this guy is walking down with us and he's already getting helped by one of his buddies and then all of a sudden he trips over one of the hella uneven ass like uh, uh cement pieces he just and he just fucking shit. just fucking <laughs> dies dude so then uh i forgot all about that i don't know what got into eric but then he's all like i'm gonna help this guy take his buddy to the fucking car oh yeah because he's super fucking and he was drunk, drunk as shit too so then too. we're like eric what are you doing dude and Mr. Save a over here goes and yeah. takes that guy over, and we have no idea what happened to him. And he was gone for a good while. He was gone for a while. And at like, this well, point, we're Bangkok like, Man, what if they like, one. what if they're faking it, just like kind of reeling somebody in, and then he almost dies, you know, or, or like he does die because of us. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. Like we're gonna Holy reel in a sucker tonight. Shit. You know, what if they take him back to the car and have their way with him? Yeah. You never know. <laughs> I want to remind him of that next time I see him. See if he remembers. That's funny. Well, uh, actually, never mind. But that's some shit. I totally forgot about that. Like, yeah. that dude ate shit because he was like going forward. Then he's like going backward. Then he's just going forward and then just. And just fucking died. Oh, shit. And dude, that sound he made hitting the concrete was evil. Like, it was bad. 
That was so oh, bad. Oh, shit, dude. I feel bad for that guy because he woke up the next day and he's probably like, fuck. Oh, yeah. I bet you he was feeling that one. Oh, he yeah. had to have been feeling that probably one. Probably feeling like the way I'm feeling. My arms are <laughs> sore. <laughs> except, it, except it would have been like his head. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I, think, uh, I think that sound was his head. It had to have been, dude. Yeah. Cause he Either that died. or like an elbow because like the elbow is probably the only hard thing that can make that noise. <laughs> or both. It could have been both. Oh, could have been, could have been his... Uh, his uh, Spider-Man dick or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. He hit both of them at the same time. Yeah. Like that. Went, yeah, he made an extra sound. <laughs> just plops right there, right? <laughs> well, yeah. So, like, I'm going to leave it there for now because that's already enough craziness. And, like... And there's more. <laughs> there is. But it, it's not long enough for me to just throw in, you know, here. Because this has already been kind of long enough as it is. But, man, um, honestly, right now, like, thinking of all this stuff again, like, I was kind of getting hot again. <laughs> Because I'm, yeah. like, I'm like, fuck, man, like this shit really happened. Yeah, and I was getting anxious as a motherfucker as you're talking about this because I'm, I mean, obviously I'm not in it or I'm not the one dealing with it, but I was like, fuck, if I had to deal with that shit, I would be pissed. Yeah. I would not have been as nice as you were, and you weren't even nice. <laughs> like, you weren't even nice, but I would not have been that nice. And so I would have fucking grabbed somebody by the throat. Motherfucker! Yeah. <laughs> fucking go straight up. Hulk Hogan on or something. Yeah, let me tell you something, brother. He wears my dress. I need this goddamn dress. I'm gonna fucking pile drive you like I did to Andre the Giant. You know, no, no, no you know, just fucking go oh, off on him. You know, something, dude. Just cut a fat, mean promo and just nasty, and yeah. then just drop him. Yeah, on the head. Yeah, or or on their hand dick. <laughs> drop him on the hand dick, dude. That's just. That's just crazy. Yeah, it's um, so much anxiety. I bet. Dude. And if I ever do write the book, like it's gonna be well, you know, well, uh, uh, like detailed and stuff like this. And yeah. you know, I'll be able to get her side of the story too, from whatever she remembers. And and man, like honestly, I think writing a book would be a good idea about this because it you never be awesome. you never hear about that. You always you know like even movies and stuff. Uh, what's that one with Jennifer Lopez, uh, Monster in Law? You know mm, where she's she's no getting idea. married. She's getting married to this guy. And he's like a pretty, you know, well-off guy, you know, and his mom's pretty well-off too. And, you know, she, she's, um, I don't know what the hell she does, but she's, you know, just like a regular person. She's fucking And so man. then the mom's like, no, like I can't, uh, I can't let my son get married to her because she's just some common street hood, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So then like, you know, the mother-in-law makes it all difficult, whatever. So like that whole movie's, you know, centered around wife problems. Right. You know, or even, you know, say yes to the dress. That movie's all wife problems, but gotcha. you never hear about a groom and and how he takes in this stuff because yeah. from from you know like my wife telling me all this stuff like I intake it a different way because I have like the ability to like sit back and um respond to it like accordingly she has to deal with it on the spot and she's the one like you know all the emotions come in like right away because it's happening to her yeah yeah you know so if I ever do write a book <clears throat> I, I I'm pretty sure it, it would do pretty good it'd I think be pretty it'd be a great idea because as you said you know nobody really talks about that portion of of the wedding. It's always like when they always portray it, it's always the same shit where it's like he gets cold feet and he doesn't know if he wants to marry her and da da da. And I can almost feel, I almost feel like women probably get mad about that because then they're like, well, he didn't have to deal with the whole fucking wedding thing. And then on top of that cold feet, yeah, you know, oh, all he has to deal with is just fucking cold feet. Yeah. Well, I do the rest. You know what I mean? Like old cold foot Jones over here. Yeah. <laughs> cold foot. Jones. And that's one thing too. Like I never got that. Like I never had like the cold feet or anything, even though people would be asking me all the time. Never had that. So maybe I was just lucky. Maybe I'm just, I don't know. 
No, it just sounds like confidence to me. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah, there's there's no backing out. Like, there's no second thoughts of, like, is she the one? Yeah. You know, nothing like that. Right, right. It's like, yeah, she's the one. Yeah. You know, like. That's why I said, do you want to marry me? Yeah. (laughs) It wasn't wasn't a tax move. Right? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) This isn't a business relationship. (laughs) Or uh, what is it, like, uh, I'm trying to make her legal? Oh yeah, <laughs> people marry people, marry people just to make them legal. She's actually from Ukraine, and her name is Jachanit Svetlana. You know, something <laughs> stupid like that. Uh, all right, man. Well, um, I think you have a pretty good uh, positivity thing that you wanted to throw oh, at the end of the right. show. After all of this negativity that I just had to spill out. <laughs> so the positivity post. So this is going to be a little bit different, maybe for a lot of people. You probably be like, well, who cares? Honestly, I thought this was some pretty crazy shit. So just I want to say it was not this past weekend, but the weekend before. I guess it would be two weekends ago once this comes out. The And it has to do with football a little bit, but a little bit more than that. The 49ers played the Seahawks, and it was the very last game of the season. Basically, whoever won would get the would basically win the division. For the 49ers, they're playing for, you know, top top seed getting home field advantage and a first round buy and everything like that Yep. Uh, at the beginning. So as this all happens, as this all unfolds, there's a lot of questionable calls from the referees that kind of go back and forth. And obviously the, the Niners ended up winning and a lot of people are, uh, especially Seahawks fans. Now here's the thing. I understand that many, like many organizations, many fan bases, have really shitty fans, but honestly, I have not met fans like Seattle Seahawks fans. Yeah, and I don't know if it's because they live in Seattle where it's just depressing and <laughs> it's always like, raining. In yeah, it's just it's terrible, dude. And all I ever see is just dun- the dumbest shit. Like George Kittle's not even that good. You know, like the, <clears throat> the yeah, last even, even I know that guy is hella good. Yeah, the first time we played them, we didn't have George Kittle and we lost. We didn't have a lot of players that game. But there's literally this guy on this on this Seahawks podcast, and he's like, You guys are fucking trash. There's no George Kittle's not gonna do shit. He didn't mean shit. He fucking sucks, blah blah blah. And he's like going in like he just Jeez. sounds like an idiot. Like he's not all there either. Calm but calm down. Um just yeah, he's football. Just, Fuck. Yeah, he's like going in like and so I'm on Twitter because I had time around this around this point. I had time, <laughs> so I decided, you know what? I'm going to jump in some of the conversations and get in there. Okay. And so I'm putting out my point of view, putting out my point of view, and all of a sudden, this Packers fan just starts like going off, like, okay, this, this, and that, blah, on blah, you? blah, blah, on me. Yeah. Oh, okay. So he starts going off, and we're discussing back and forth what should have been a flag, like how it was a flag or how it wasn't a flag, da da da. But then. It gets to the point where basically how all Twitter conversations begin and end. And who can call each other bitch fastest, basically. Sure. So here we go. Well, you know, you're fucking stupid. And, and whoever there's a reason why nobody ever listens to your podcast because you make dumb takes and blah, 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 this and that. So, bam, there we go. Like, the very first shot gets fired. And I'm like, dude, like, why are you going to, like, why are you going to make this a whole thing? when we're just discussing this, like we're literally discussing a call that was made on the field, but you're the one that's like putting this out. So he's still going off. Da da da, like dumb shit, dumb shit, dumb shit. And then all of a sudden this random Seahawk fan, he kind of jumps in and he says something really quick. 
And so, but the other guy's still like going off, still, still Jeez. going off on me. The Seahawks fan is against me at this point, but he doesn't like, he's not like, well, fuck you. He's like, he says like something that's against my discussion, basically. I was like, okay, fine, whatever. So then that Packers guy keeps going, going. He's just going, and I'm just like, dude, whatever. And all of a sudden, I get a message from the guy, the, the Seahawks fan. Now, again, I have yet to meet a Seahawks fan that's actually a good person. <laughs> there's not very many, obviously, in Fresno, and I wouldn't think this, there's probably many here in California in general. Sure. But whenever I have met them, they've just, like, just rubbed me the wrong way. Okay. Just absolutely rubbed me the wrong way. But this guy, his uh, he goes he goes by his Twitter handle, Josh, Joshua Wah. One basically Joshua Washington, Josh E R W A one. So he sends me a message. Says, "Well, I disagree with your takes on the calls. Uh, the way that the Packers fan came at you was uncalled for, uncalled for, and petty. I'm a Seahawks fan, so I'm sure naturally we won't see eye to eye. But I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give your pod a try, and hope you have good luck su- succeeding. Because I know the reason people do the do those is because they have passion for it." In the end, it's just a game that's supposed to bring us all together in some ways, but be competitive at the same time. Good luck out there, bro, and and don't listen to that petty crap. And basically, we just like end up having like this uh, conversation and stuff like that. He's like, <clears throat> and like I thought it was pretty cool. I just realized I didn't even uh, message him back. <laughs> oh, poor <laughs> poor guy. Yeah, at the very end of it. But I mean, at the end of the day, I f- there it is. At the end of the day, it was the first time in the second season, first one this season. I thought that it was super cool that he would even approach me uh, in that manner because I mean, you can go back and look at you know the tweets I had towards that Packers guy. I wasn't trying to lay it in on him or anything like that. It was like, dude, like, how are you not seeing this? You know, like, open your eyes. Come on. It wasn't like, fuck you. You're a fucking idiot. So, for one, this guy, you know, he says, he he mentions, you know, it should be bringing us together, obviously. Yeah. And and I, I feel like it should be, too. You know, over the past, like, five, ten years that I've been a football fan, um, I've gotten in less and less arguments with people because I don't sit there and be like, well, the 49ers are the best. Oh, they'll beat your team and da da da. Like, I, I don't do that shit anymore, you know? Like, I feel like that shit's like super fucking overplayed. And I feel like the only fan base that actually does that is a, like the, when their team fucking sucks. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? They go like four and 12, yeah. four wins, 12 losses, but they're like, oh, we don't give a fuck. We'll fucking beat anybody. Like, okay, whatever. Even so, though you haven't beaten anybody. <clears throat> Right. So, but yeah, I just thought that was super cool because I feel like not only does that, is that like a lesson in terms of, for me, uh, like in, in football in general and football fandom, but literally in everything that we do every single day should be pure discussion. There's going to be disagreements and arguments at times, but when it comes down to it again, <laughs> I'm getting choked up. Jesus. No. Again, it gets to the point where we have to stop calling each other bitch. Who can see who call each other bitch the fastest? Bitch. Because that, that doesn't do anything. You know, compare my baggage to your baggage and see who has the bigger baggage. Yeah, compare my sack to your sack. <laughs> Let's see who has the bigger sack. <laughs> so, again... This guy, I, honestly, me personally, I wouldn't have done what this guy did. Like to if he the, was the Packers guy. 
No, 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 no. The, the what the Seahawks guy did. Oh, gotcha. Messaging okay. me, yeah, and kind of giving me like telling me like, hey, like blah blah blah. But I'm still gonna give you all a try and this and that. Sounding like a regular person, right? And yeah. being positive about it. And honestly, like that's probably not something that I would have done because that's not the first thing that would have came to my mind. However, this guy went out of his way to literally have an entire conversation with me about everything that's happened and even our podcast he's like yeah Dope. i'm giving you guys a podcast to try you know i know the reason why we do this why you guys want to do it it's for the passion and yeah that's why we do it you know sure. we're passionate about this and that's why we're doing it the so passion. le passion and i just thought it was cool that he even went out of his way to even do that and that made me that made me a little bit more uh made me see the seahawks fans just a little bit better than i have <laughs> sure. in the past you know what i mean at least I know there's one good one out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, so basically, I think we could sum this up as, as um, even though people, you know, are, are quick to to judge and and force a conversation into a bad way, mm-hmm. I think that um, you need to take the time to be able to conversate instead of confrontate. Right. Yeah. I absolutely agree. Yeah, that's pretty much what we're looking at. There. That's great. Positive. Positivity. Cool, man. Well, uh, I think we could wrap this thing up. Um, I want you to uh, tell the people where they can find you on the social stuff. So, uh, yeah, first and foremost, I'd like to thank Yeshua for allowing me to do this. And if you want to find me, all you have to do is go to thegoodtimespodcast.com. Hit the about. Scroll down. You'll see my face, maybe. And you'll be able to, to add me on Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, or Twitter, or anything else that I happen to put on there. You'll be able to go there, hit me there. You already know my name, The Executioner. So you'll be able to look me up uh, on a couple different sites. But yeah, that's that's the way I want to start doing this for me, at least. And yeah. What about you? Where can they find you, Jack? Well, uh, according to The Executioner, apparently you can go to uh, thegoodtimespodcast.com and uh, hit the about thing and uh, look for Almanac Jack. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> apparently that's how it works. Um <laughs> Let's uh, let's make sure that uh, we all spread the word. Uh, it'd be great if uh, one friend told another friend, because if that friend tells another friend, then we guess what? Be friends. We're all going to be friends, and oh. then we're all going to listen to the show together, and then we're going to have a super, super cool um, community listening to the show, and then we can discuss all this stuff instead of confrontate on all this other stuff. I agree. So, um, yeah, make sure to uh, follow the uh, show and us on all the social stuff. Uh, make sure to subscribe to the show that way you never ever miss a show mm-hmm. and um, listen to the old shows and whoever you tell make sure they listen to the old shows too so they can be caught up to where you're at and where we're at damn right alright well um, we'd like to thank everybody for listening to the show and we'll be back next week on Monday because that's Monday. when the shows come out now and um, yeah so this has been another episode of Good, Good Times, Times. Tonight.